All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp and social media. I'm super excited because this week we have one of my all-time idols. This person is actually my favorite podcaster. Not only my favorite, but I believe this is the man who runs the number one daily podcast in the world for entrepreneurs, Entrepreneur on Fire. Not only that, but I think he runs the number one podcast community in the world, teaching podcasters how to grow their podcast, the Podcast Paradise Community. So anyways, without further ado, the one and only John Lee Dumas. John, you ready to ignite? Well, I am fired up to be here and I can't wait. And I think of that kind intro. Let's let this light this place on fire. Awesome. Well, hey, John, I like to start all my interviews off with a quote or mantra that fires you up. Have you got one for us? Absolutely. Try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. It's an Albert Einstein quote, and it's actually something, honestly, that I made the mistake on for 32 years. I tried to become a person of success, and it didn't work out for me. But I flipped a script at 32, and for the past six years, I've been just delivering free value, and everything changed. So be a person of value. Love it. I love that. An interesting story. That's actually how I stumbled across you and probably Come most on. people, right? Well, probably most people, they listen to your free podcast or yeah. they probably do your free how to do a podcast course, right? Totally. And both of those two things have probably springboarded you to success. So I love, I love how you've read that quote and I'm going to make more of an effort to do that. And all our listeners, I recommend they do the same. So thank you for that. Now, You're welcome. Now, John, Interesting topic today, how to be a good guest. I love mm. that topic because I've never heard someone talk about it. What mm. I'd like to start with is the why, because it was actually your suggestion. So I'm, I'm super curious, John, what made you come up with that and why? Well, as a host of now over 2,000 <laughs> episodes where I've interviewed some crappy guests, some <laughs> okay guests, some really good guests, and some great guests, I've really run the whole gamut. Like, I know what makes a great guest. I know what makes a crappy guest. And I'm here to talk about that today. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, let's get right into it. You mentioned you've interviewed a person or two over the years in that, that, <laughs> <laughs> that 2000 interviews. Let's start with the good. What make, as simple as we can get it, what makes a good guest? What makes you get off the podcast and, wow, that was a good guest? Somebody who's prepared, you know, it doesn't need to be a ton of preparation, but somebody who actually knows the questions that are coming. Because for me, we can all come up with some good things off the top of our head spontaneously. But if you usually take a couple minutes, just a couple minutes to actually think about what your best answer is for that specific question, then you're going to give a much better answer. Because, hey, if you call me out right now and you ask me something that I had not ever thought about before, you know, I'll think about it for a second or two, but then I'll realize that it's been quiet for a second or two and I probably better answer pretty quickly here to keep the, the interview flow going. 
I'll come up with some answer, and it may be a good answer, but it won't be my best possible answer. So the really good guests prepare. They look at the questions that are coming, they know what's coming, and they prepare for it, and they have a really spot-on answer and a good reason for it. So I've had guests that have been like, hmm, that's a really good question, and mm -hmm. then like a big pause, and it's just been like, you could tell they were thinking about it for the very first time, and they never come up with quality answers as a result. Okay, cool, cool. Well, what about for our listeners there, John? Let's say someone's asked them to be on their podcast or maybe not even a podcast. They've asked them to do a Facebook Live with them or just interview in general. What would the steps you recommend they do to prepare? I'd say tell me about your audience. What is your audience all about? And then you as the potential guest need to know and understand and learn about the audience that you're about to present to. So you know if they're all in the fitness world, you know, you probably angle it that way. Or if they're all, you know, about, you know, fill in the blank real estate, you know, then you know how to angle it that way. So really getting to know what audience you're going to be presenting to is key. So really coming back to that host and saying, hey, tell me a little bit about your audience. What's the kind of content you typically see them react well to? What's some content you've seen them react poorly to? And knowing what you know about me, what would you think would be the best uh, value that I could provide just coming from your perspective? Because you asked me for a reason. I'd love to know what that reason is. Love it. Love it. All right. Cool. Let's flip the other way now, John. What are some guests you've seen that have been not ideal? You know, you've gone on and you're like, oh, that guest wasn't ideal. Maybe I shouldn't even put this to air. Have you had any yeah. like that? You don't have to mention any names, obviously, but have you had any like that? There's one in particular where it was just so obvious that my guest was reading off of a piece of paper. I mean, she had written out her entire long-form answers to all of my questions. So there's one thing to like look at the questions and to know what's coming and to kind of have an idea about how you're going to answer. But podcasting is meant to be a conversation. It's meant to be you and me hanging out in a coffee shop, you know, hanging out, mano y mano, having a conversation. And the listener gets to kind of hear in on that conversation and kind of be a part of that conversation and get value from that conversation. It's not meant to be this thing where, you know, one side of the conversation is asking, you know, natural questions and the other side is just very stiltedly like reading off of a sheet of paper because that just kind of takes away the whole natural conversational element of what podcasting is. You know, like when you can see like those newscast anchors, they're just reading off of a teleprompter. So honestly, like that's fine because that's what the news is. They can't memorize everything, but that's not what a podcast is meant to be. So I had this guest that was just so nervous and she was reading off the paper. You could hear the paper shuffling in her hands and like crinkling. And I had to stop her. I had to say, you know, listen, I understand you're nervous. I understand that maybe you're not super comfortable, but this is going to come across as a horrible interview if you read your piece of paper. So I need you to throw that away. You've written out the answers, so at least some of them is some of those answers are in your mind right now. You have a, at least a clue. And let's just have a conversation. And at the end of this conversation, if you're just, you know, completely disgusted with how the interview turned out, we'll trash it. We won't air it. Mm. But throw the paper away, you and me, conversation, let's make it happen. And it ended up being okay. It wasn't great, but it was a lot better than it would have been had I let her continue just reading that piece of paper. So definitely some food for thought there. Okay, cool, cool. So let's summarize what we've got so far there. In terms of being a good guest, the key things are preparation. And if there's a few things we can prepare for, it's asking the guests what their community is like, 
what they're into, what they're not into, what they respond well to, what they don't respond well to. In terms of the bad side of things, we definitely don't just want to read off a, a questionnaire or a piece of paper. Anything to add to those sort of things there, John? That, that would cover the most big points that we want to chat about today. Awesome, awesome. I'd also like to go a little bit off topic here. You know, still on topic, but not so much the good and the bad. What are some of the advantages? Like, why should we want to be a guest? Why should someone want to be someone on someone else's podcast? So if you have a message, if you have a mission, like if you have a voice that you want to be sharing with the world, you know, you can go about it in a couple of ways. You can create your own content and get it out on your own platforms and or, and that's an and or because you could do both yeah. or you could do one or the other. Um, you can go on other people's platforms and add value to their audience and get your message, your mission across in that way as well. I choose to do both. I choose the ands. I choose to come on other people's podcasts every single month. One day a month, I have 25 interviews that I do on other people's shows. You are episode 23 of 25, so I don't know if that makes you feel special or not, but you should. <laughs> I just scraped in, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I love being able to, to reach your audience because guess what? You're in Australia. You're in the fitness area. Like, there's probably a lot of people that consume your content who have never heard of me or haven't spent any time with me or haven't heard my voice before. And some of them, not all of them, but some of them may be like, huh, I'm going to go check out Entrepreneurs on Fire or I'm going to go to eofire.com and take one of John's free courses on podcasting or webinars or the new course that he just launched, you know, yourbigidea.io because I want to learn how to get my big idea. Like, you see how I'm kind of dropping that there? Like, I'm on your platform. I'm sharing ways that your listeners can learn more about me, can get more of my value. Of course, the stuff that I'm talking about, it's all free. You know, like I'm not coming on your show and being like, buy my $1,000 product because that's not the way to do it. But I'm like, hey, if you want to learn more about X, Y, or Z, I have these free valuable courses that you can take to do that. And that's a very, you know, professional and generous way to do it. Just like if you came on my show and you had like a great free PDF on, you know, the seven things to do every morning to get into the best shape of your life, that would be a very valuable PDF that my audience would want to go download and read. And maybe some of them would fall in love with how you teach and how you create your content and become consumers of your content as well. And in that way, we're co-mingling audiences. Yeah, love it, love it. So let's summarize that there for the, the listeners. Basically, what's John saying is if you've got a message and you want to get out there, let's get it out to as many people as possible. And yeah, you can do it on your own, on your own platform as both of us do. But another way to do it as well is to be a guest on someone else's so you share that message. And a way you can, I guess, capitalize on it to, to suit both parties. You know, like say on here, my audience is now getting value. Okay, this JLD guy, he's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I might go to <laughs> I might go to EO Fire. Oh, he said a webinar. I'm looking to do a webinar. I might get that free course. Yeah, I want to start up a podcast. I might get that free course. I might even just check out his podcast. You know, value that way there. But also, it's good for the the guest. Now that guest has a lot of opportunities. Like you said, you know, Australia over here might be a different audience. He's a fitness audience that gets um you know allows them allows you to get in front of them. And then all those little freebies as well. It allows you to get more content with them. So I'm guessing with the freebies, they go in there, they enter their email, you might send them a few emails, they get to know from there. So I love that there. What about, John, how do you become a guest on someone else's show? Now, 
big question, right? It's obviously going to be different for everyone. At the moment, you're a big star. You can probably wake up in the morning, have a coffee, check your email, and you've got 100 requests of people asking you. But you obviously weren't always at that stage, and a lot of my listeners aren't at that stage there. Do you have any tips or any steps that they should do to, to find a way to be on other podcasts or, or to get interviewed by other people? Do your homework, do your research, like put in the work, make a list of what you can call your dream 100 of 100 shows you'd like to be on, or maybe if you can't find that many, you know, your dream 20, whatever it might be, list them out and then go and study and see the guests that they've had on recently. Make a list of the different topics that each one of those uh, podcast hosts or video show hosts has had on their show and see, hey, they've been talking a lot about this, but there hasn't really been any talk on this. Maybe I could come in with my area of expertise and add some unique, different value. And then structure the email in that way and come on and say, hey, John, I see that your last you know, 20 podcasts have been about these topics. I particularly liked these two interviews. I thought they were really good for this reason. Um, so I'd love to come on and talk with your listeners about this topic, which hasn't been addressed, and this, and this is the reason why I think it would be valuable for your listeners, and this is the value that I would provide, and here's a free giveaway that I would give to your audience to give them more value and what they're doing and, and what they need as entrepreneurs going forward, and so then that tells me, hey, this person did their work. They listened to my show. They researched my past guests. They saw which guests were good, which guests weren't good. They saw which guests added value, how they added value, and they're going to be able to replicate that in their own area of expertise. Do the work, you know? It's not rocket science, but it is work. And so few people are willing to put in the work for obvious reasons. They're lazy. True, love it, love it. Well, hey, John, that's all we've got time for, I believe. I just want to thank you for being on the show. Just for our listeners out there, I'm a huge Entrepreneur on Fire fan. So if you want more of John, jump on his podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire. Jump on his website, eofire.com. There's a lot of free tips there, a lot of free giveaways. Got an awesome uh, podcast paradise community as well. I'm also a big fan of some of his uh, some of his books as well. John's a oh, master. You got it all the way in Australia, man. I do. I do. That ain't that ain't free shipping right there. That's expensive. <laughs> so John's also a master of goal setting and productivity. We could go all day on this. He's a super busy man. We can't really get into it. Uh, anywhere else where you'd like people to find you, John? Or did I miss anything there in the, the how to contact you? eofire.com. That's where all the magic happens. Um, I'd recommend checking out my new free course because we all need to start with a big idea. So visit yourbigidea.io and it's a free course on how to get to your big idea and you're going to love it. I might check it out right now. You should. Uh, thanks for your time there, John. Anything I missed? Anything I should ask but didn't? No, you crush it all, brother. Awesome. All right. Thanks for your time and I'll leave you to it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, guys. Jono here. It's just me on my own. JLD's actually left the building. So uh, just me to give you a bit of a finisher. Now, I want to give you a little bit of background on this podcast because it is quite an interesting one. You may be listening to this and being like, oh, hold on. That was like 15 minutes. Jono, you usually interview people for like 30, 40 minutes. What's going on? Did you run out of things to say? Is he not that interesting? And the complete opposite, actually. So the thing with, with uh, John or JLD is he's a really big name in the podcasting world, if not the biggest, right? He literally runs the, the number one podcast in the world for entrepreneurs and probably the number one daily podcast anyway, okay? So the thing with John is every day he gets heaps of people 
emailing him or contacting him and saying, hey, I want to be on your podcast or hey, can you be on my podcast? Can you be on my podcast? All right. Now, obviously, a guy like that, he can't say yes to everyone. It's going to ruin his business. But his whole strategy is to give value as well. So his compromise is one day of the month. I believe it's the second uh, Monday of every month. He blocks out his schedule just to be interviewed by other people. So he doesn't work on his podcast on that one day of the month. Everyone, or not everyone, but a select handful of people that have asked him, he lets them interview him. Okay. Now what he does, it's pretty cool. So he blocks his day out from 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. And he pretty much does 26 back-to-back -back interviews of 15 minutes. And I was lucky to get on there. I think I was the 26th person. And I'll, I'll tell you how I was lucky enough to, to get on there as well. But that's basically what he does, and it's so time efficient. Like we literally started at 9 a.m. on the dot, and we had to finish at 9.15 a.m. on the dot, and then he was straight on to the next one. So really good time efficiency-wise. Now, just a bit of background about how I was able to get him on my podcast, because he's a really, really big name, right? He literally gets 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 people hitting him up a day, asking if they, if they can be on, uh, or if he can be on their podcast. Okay, so my strategy here, couple things going on. Number one, earlier in the year, I went to San Diego for two conferences, the Traffic and Conversion Summit, and also Social Media Marketing World. Now, I love going to different conferences. If you follow me, you'll see I travel the world and I go to all these different uh, conferences and conventions. Half the reason I go is to learn new strategies and tips and that sort of thing to help grow my business, but the other half is also for networking. Okay, I go over there because I want to meet these big names. I want to hang around with these big names. I want to get these big names on my podcast. I want to be positioned so I'm one of these big names, right? Someone goes to my podcast and they're a podcast fan. If they see that I'm, I'm interviewing JLD, it looks quite good, okay? So he was one of the people that I wanted to meet over there. So when I went to Traffic and Conversions, I made sure that I went to his presentation. I spoke to him afterwards. I took a selfie with him. I asked a few questions in there. I did the usual sort of things to, to kiss his butt, basically. You know, that's sort of my strategy when I'm over there. If there's someone I want to meet, I kiss their butt a little bit, you know. Then after that seminar, you know, if I saw him around, I'd say hello. I, you know, took all these photos and put them on social media and tagged him. I went to his social media and left all these really nice comments just so I was top of mind. And, yeah, sort of saw him in and out throughout the weekend and made different posts on social media and that sort of thing. When I got back to Australia, I just asked him, hey, look, you know, huge fan, love what you do. I've got a successful podcast myself. Would love to have you on there. Would you be on there? And he said, yes. All right. Only for 15 minutes, obviously, but it's the same as what he gives everyone else too. Okay. So a few different stories there. Number one, that's why this podcast was only 15 minutes. And number two, if you've got something that you want to do or you've got a dream or you've got a goal or whatever it is, go out and do it because that's like... The only reason I was able to do this was because I took a punt and I went to San Diego for like four days to go to this convention with no guarantee that it was going to be good, no guarantee that I was going to be, uh, I was going to meet these sort of people, but I just went out there on a whim and made the best of it. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can take a bite of countless hours spent on meal planning. 
Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes, all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you, or you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionised their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.